This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy Albert Batman here, aka Wholesome Monk. And today, we're talking about self-confidence. But before that, we got a little clip of a music from my boy, Lone Wolf. The song is called Guap. We'll let that beat rock for a little bit, and we'll be right back. Working down Melrose, yeah. Let's run this money up, making moves. They always plotting to see you lose. You know that it's never that easy, babe. Don't pay attention, cause you should only be worried about you. self-confidence so let's get right into it um first I guess I can only talk about myself here so I'm going to talk about my journey to self-confidence all right so just to give it context for my self-confidence I started not being like me my starting out point right was me not being able to to look someone in the eye like I would look down at them not be able to look someone in the eye right that's where, that's my level. That's where I started. All right, where I'm at today. Cause I'm, there's no real end point to this, but where, I, where I'm at today is that I can go on stage and do stand up or or or, or uh, do po- uh, poetry <clears throat> in front of like a hundred plus people, no problem in terms of like my confidence being shaken or anything. Does not happen to me now, right? So and a lot of people be like, well. You've been doing blah, blah for a long time. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to all that. But it's it just because you do something or craft doesn't mean shit, it gets better or it gets cured. Now, granted, to be able to do it at a higher level, yes, things need to be cured and, and moved around and happen. But in terms of just doing actions, it doesn't mean you're going to get better at something. Um, so let me start with my uh, my road to, to stand-up. That's like the best way I can talk about my self-confidence because self-confidence and stand-up go hand in hand, in my opinion. Um, so I'll never forget, like, one time, uh, so I started this journey at, like, seven years old. Seven years old, I loved acting, writing, um, storytelling in general, like, comedy, all that stuff. I'd, I'd watch reruns of, like, in, like uh, HBO comedy specials or something, like, anything I'd get my hands on that was stand-up, because, like, YouTube wasn't, like, readily available on, like, a, the iPhone didn't even exist yet. iPhone didn't exist cell phones how we have it today did not exist right at the time so i would have to go like my vhs tape and just like watch this stuff and um so i loved that performing like talent shows at school all that kind of stuff and then one day i think it was like a bible study or something like that right and i was over my not my cousins i forgot whose house it was i was over at a family member's house 
and there's a bunch of people and like they 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 definitely like, like a couple of family members and a couple of their friends and whatnot and we're like going around talking about oh what do you want to do in terms of like your future like what is something that you want to accomplish in the future and I was like I want to be an actor and stand-up comedian right and everyone laughed I'm not kidding everyone laughed like pretty much everyone right at least the people that mattered to me and my my I think I was like maybe like I want to say 10 or so laughed at me bro so um you know and then you have the you know the, the foreign foreign uh mindset that's like okay well you better stop that foolishness as a child's dream you know you're not really special like go do be a doctor nurse whatever kind of job right so that happened um like they rather me go be a janitor than pursue this dream and stand up comp like dead ass that's what they rather me do right so I was like, all right cool bet destroyed my confidence completely right it affected me on such a like deep psychological level that i didn't even realize affected me until years later because suddenly i just stopped like it stopped becoming interesting it stopped like it just I, my passion for it is not even passion you can't call it passion at that point but my dream to kind of do it stopped because the people who matter most to me in my life basically told me it wasn't possible so my confidence was shaken and it, sh it shook me in ways throughout the rest, like throughout anything else. When it came to schoolwork, sporting events, whatever I was getting my hands into, I had no confidence. I was like, dude, I don't know why I can't apply any type of confidence to this. Like, I know I can add. I know I can speak English. I know I can do these things. But yet, I'm not confident enough to do it. And it's because of that, that, that time where they all laughed at me. There's a lot of people in this room at the time that straight up laughed at me. Didn't, like, you know, now no pat on the back, no, you know, soft talking me slowly, just straight up laugh. So I was, like, very confused and hurt, right? Um, so, so then, that's, that's when my confidence really got shook and destroyed. Like, I had trouble looking at people and, and just all this stuff. I abandoned the, that dream and I just put my head to, you know what? I'm just going to be, like, a nine-to-fiver, do, like, you know, put my head down, do as much work as humanly possible and just raise a family or whatever. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just not what I was trying, what I'm ultimately trying to do in my life. That's not what it is. That's not what I want. But I like resign myself to that fate, right? So, so fast forwarding to like, it, it do affect me to like high, like until after high school, pretty much, or until, until high school. So I got to high school and high school was still, you know, like a bunch of bullying, a bunch of like just. You know, you got a bunch of, like, stereotypes in terms of high school groups, you know, goths, jocks, whatever, nerds, theater, kids, all that stuff. And I, my confidence was shaken in high school, so I didn't trust or have enough confidence in myself to go get into theater like I wanted to. So I would just watch all the plays or, or I'd go lunch because I moved in the middle of my high school career. So I moved in, like, my into my junior year to, to the East Coast, back to the East Coast. I spent a while on the West Coast and moved back to the East Coast again. Um... And I, I, um, I didn't have confidence at all. I have no friends, nothing. I didn't have enough money to even pay for lunch. I was just, my life was just what, what it was, right, in high school. So I didn't believe myself to go do the uh, theater stuff. And my leg, if you ever see me in perform or anything or stand or do anything really, my left leg isn't aligned straight because I was born with a thing. So, like, my left leg's kind of crooked. So it's hard for me to 
sprint run, all that kind of stuff. Even walk normally takes a lot of concentration. <clears throat> so I couldn't do sports in high school either. So I just watched the theater kids like practice sometimes because lunch was like at my at the school in the East Coast. Like lunch, everyone, the whole school had lunch at the same time. So I'd go and just chill in teachers' classrooms. I had no friends, like I had literally zero. I'd go chill in the classrooms, whatever, and watch them perform. Or when they had like those school plays or whatever, I'd go watch and like study, analyze it, and just stuff like that. Just that's that's the best I could do. Um, and I didn't want to. I didn't even have enough confidence to go take the class that was free to take for me to go do this. I, that's where I was at. <clears throat> then later, um, I got to like uh, community college, and I started meeting some really cool people. And befriending the right people in terms of just kind spirits that had a lot of confidence in themselves and what they did. You know, one of the people um, that's on this channel, friend T, um, cuts cuts hair and cuts it very well. And um, to me, that's just amazing. Like someone could like you know develop that kind of skill and then profit off of it and like be able to do it and build a fun their way through life and not have to have a retail job that I had at the time and all this other shit, right? And then um, one of my oldest friends um, that's in Texas right now, Juan, um, used to live in Virginia at the time <clears throat> while I was in high school slash uh, community college. And, like, he would, uh, he was just really good. Like, he was good at sprinting. He was good at, uh, he did, like, track and field and stuff like that. He was good at sprinting. He was just, like, a very happy-go-lucky person. And so... Him with my other friend, one that lives here, um, doing his thing, and like some other friends that have, to, uh, you know, I have a good core group of friends that really are passionate about the kind of stuff. Um, so to see them grow as people, I was like, I really want to be that because I wasn't that. I was like, I want to have the comments I had as a kid because when my comments was destroyed, so was my creativity. So I was like, I need all of that stuff, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I went all of it back because I felt empty. I didn't feel like myself at all. So I was like, damn. So, um, so I started like doing, uh, you know, a little, like little talent shows here and there. Um, I didn't know how to go. I didn't have enough money or a means of tra transportation to get to DC to do like, um, open mics or anything. And some of the places I wasn't even old enough to get in there yet. So I, I couldn't do that. And some of the places in Maryland, um, like, they force you to have, like, bring 10 friends to the show, like, bring people to the show, and then they each have to pay 5 or $10. So, essentially, you're paying, like, $100 to get on the stage for, like, three minutes, which is very stupid. So, I never performed. I just couldn't perform. There's just no place for me to perform that I knew of. I just didn't know how to do it. There wasn't easy access to it. So, um, I just did talent shows or whatever kind of free platform I could get on. I would get on, do it, and then eventually... Fast forward like 2017, I go to, I go to London, I go to, I go to Europe, I go take a trip for a documentary filmmaking class while I'm in college, like my junior year in college, I go to London, England, and then I go to France, right? And I meet a couple of people, I meet two stand-up comedians in England, um, and I met a director in England, and I met a, uh, a filmmaker in France. So I met a couple of people, right? And, um... Just I went. I was just going the streets of London at night, and I saw they're doing open mic. I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And I was like, "21 at the I want to say I was 21. Yeah, I was 21 at the time. So, um, I mean, England doesn't matter. I think it's 18 for the drinking age. But either way, I knew I was able to go into this comedy club and go do my thing. So I go in, 
and I watched. She was freaking hilarious. It was a great time, and I was like, dude, I was able to chat with him after the show. I honestly forgot, and like, it's completely blanking on me because I didn't like use social media or, or whatever. I didn't have a way to really get contact information with him. So, and it was a thing at the time because again, so Khan's kind of shaking. So. We, we talk about stuff, and then he was like, yeah, this is how I came up, and all this kind of stuff, because I'm from a completely different continent. So, like, his experiences is so much more different. You need to get a completely different perspective on life itself than I do. And I was like, I need more perspective to just try to find a way out of this hole that I dug myself into, right? So, I learned a lot about him. I go to, uh, uh, not movie premiere, but, like, a screening of, like, a very raw form of this film that this director that I know was making in, in uh, England. So I went to that and I saw the film and just seeing like how, just seeing the structure and just like basically a skeleton of a film and then see it completed now was like freaking great. It was amazing to be able to watch that process and uh, it just sparked something within me. So now I go to France, meet, uh, uh, just see the sights and everything, meet the people. I speak a little French. So it was, I was able, I speak enough just to get around and um, I was able to just see the sights and, and, and I met uh filmmaker there and you know be able to talk about that um uh, and understanding that person's perspective was really cool so now i have a whole new fire within me my confidence is is is, is discoverable now not up there but discoverable now right so i go and i'm like all right cool i'm gonna go to like i'm gonna, i'm coming back to america now now i'm on my way back to america after like three four basically a month away i'm back in america now i'm like all right bet semester's about to start i'm ready to go let's make shit shake like let's get it let's get to work right i'm like i'm back baby i'm back i'm like 21 now i'm able to go to like these comedy clubs in america now or uh, bars and stuff and do my thing and just even if i can't perform i want to be able to be in the atmosphere i just want to hang out i want to talk to other comedians i want to see their work all that kind of stuff um so I go, I go to a bunch of comedy clubs, see people's stuff, just try to see that, you know, pick their bla- uh, brains about confidence, all these things. And then um, a talent show comes. Now I'm like 22, a talent show at my school comes, and I'm like, all right, I kind of want to, I kind of want to do this thing. So um, I'm like, you know, so one of my, one of my, someone I know was like, hey, judge a talent show and do stand up. Like, ah. Sure, why not? I decided like, last second to do it. I'm like, look, I just need to like throw myself into it. I was like, this, there's no other time but now to like throw yourself into it. So I go do that, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do that, and um, and it's it's so funny to me because like I developed material like that night. I was like, all right, like like two nights before, I developed like good material that I was like practicing pretty much nonstop, and I was like, all right, cool, this is a tight five I can use. Let's go get it. Um. You know, and the day before, someone comes in, people found out I was doing it, come up to me, and I was like, hey, you're doing the, you're doing the, the, the town show, you're doing comedy, right? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, you know, you know, you're, they thought it was a joke, but they're like, oh, you're not funny, or like, what if you bomb, or whatever, you know? What if you don't get laughs? I'll laugh for you. No one laughs, I'll laugh for you. That's the kind of shit I was getting the day and then hours before I had to go on and do this thing, right? So... I'll stop right there for a second. Just, just a little tidbit for people. As a as, <laughs> stand-up comedy is one of the purest forms of stage art. Period. I don't care what anyone says. To me, is the purest form. 
you, no matter what kind of stage work you do, unless you've done stand-up comedy, you will never get what kind of pressure comes with that, right? You will never get the the ups and downs of of stand-up comedy unless you go up there and do it. I don't care how much hours of material you've watched, unless you go up there and do it yourself, you will never understand. So, going back to it, so when you tell someone something like that, that's going to shake someone's calm, especially someone who just came back to it, right? So I'm like, damn, I don't know, I don't know who, I don't know what's gonna happen. But I was like, fuck it, it's too late. Like a lot of my a lot of people I know is gonna be here. This is my this is my first time performing in front of friends like that. So I'm like, since I was like 10, 12. So I was like, ah shit. So I just go, and so it's been basically a decade. So I go, I'm like, all right, let's go do this. I go and I kill, right? I put everything away. Like I put everything away, all the doubts, all the whatever I put it away, dude. I had to dig deep. I was nervous as hell. Uh, before, prior to this going up, I was like, dude, what if I do bomb all these things, right? <clears throat> and then something happened that day that got me really pissed, like really pissed off. And I was like, all right, I got to like, I got to now think about that. <clears throat> but I was like, no, I'm going to turn that rage and anger into fire for my material. I didn't, I didn't add it to my material, but just like to just, it replaced my self-doubt with anger but then I calmed myself down, kind of go up and, you know, be funny. So I calmed myself up, went, did, killed it, did an amazing job. I was like, boom, I am back. Fuck it. Fuck everyone else and whatever's going on. It's just about me on the stage right now. Killed it, did an African uh, uncle joke, did this and that. Just did a great job, right? So now I'm like, I need to get a step further because clubs, is, it's just hard to get an open mic sometimes. So I'm like, dude, I just can't get in to do any material. Um, but I did a couple open mics and then I was like, all right. I'm, I think I'm ready to do something completely drastic. So I convinced, somehow convinced my school that I'm at to let me host a comedy show in their theater, right? And a lot of things happen and the show goes on, goes off. I almost get kicked out of the show, but I'm, I'm still on the show. And my minutes get subtracted, get added, whatever. It's a whole thing. And the day I go up there and do my thing and I kill it. I'm like, yes, bro. I kill it. Like, <clears throat> I, I didn't, it wasn't even scared either. But again, you had people coming up like, what if you bomb? What if you did this and all that stuff, right? To try to, maybe like they're trying to psychologically break me, but they don't understand that things like that are not shit you should say. But my confidence is way higher now. So that didn't bug me. I felt no fear to the point where I was like, am I still human? Like, dude, I didn't feel fear. I was never scared. I wasn't scared, man. I even, I was so not, I was so unbothered to the point where I tried to make myself scared just because I didn't see it as normal to not be scared. So this is what I discovered. At that point, I had like a, a, a light bulb come up and I was like, oh, this is what it's like to have complete self-confidence in yourself. I was like, this is crazy. I've, I've never felt that before since I was seven, until I was seven when I first got on stage, right? And I was like, I got on stage when I was seven, I was performing in front of the whole, like, dude, there was a ton of people there. So I was like, all right, I'm not scared anymore, dude. My parents were there in the front row. My mom brought some of her coworkers. I had a bunch of my friends there. I filmed it, everything, right? My first time performing in front of my parents ever in my life. I still wasn't nervous, dude. Go up there, I kill it. I'm like, all right. This is, this is what self-confidence is, bro. 
I felt that power. <clears throat> and I was like, excuse me. And I was like, this is what it's like to be to that that men, that mentality that you that you need. This is like it's not the the deepest part of it, but this is like the I'm chipping away at that thing. Because this is a thing about it. What people don't know, when you get into something that is like MBA, whether it's MBA, whether it's stamp calling, whether whether it's acting, what poetry writing, writing in general, whatever. And so there's a peak where you know you get to that peak, you're now above average. You're above the average human being, right? After that, then you it's all here. It's all mine. Because everyone at that peak is now like that realm you have now gotten to. Everyone's at your level. The base is your level now. The base is where you're at. That's the base, right? So what separates someone like Michael Jordan from like a seventh guy on the on the on an NBA rotation on a roster is like is mentality, right? If you do not have the mentality and the mental mindset to be great, you will not do it. It won't happen because everyone's talented. You're talented. You're skillful. Everyone is too. You know, you get to that peak. So now the mindset is what gets you to levels beyond that. Um, so now I start chipping away at it. I was like, oh, dude, I have confidence in myself. This is completely fun. So, and now I start just doing shows and all these things. And I start I start getting better and better. And now I have another uh, um, wrench in all this thing that kind of threw me off. And that is that I started, I, I, I invite friends to my show. I used to. I don't anymore. I, I I don't know why I lie about why I don't invite like friends to my shows, but this is a real reason why I don't invite friends to my shows, right? I don't invite friends to my shows because this is what usually happens. They don't usually come to my show and enjoy it as like a friend or whatever. Like, I'm not saying you have to find me funny. That is not, I don't care about that at all. You're not, I'm not going to be everyone's comedic taste. That's just what it is. But usually a friend after the show, and I, I could kill it. I could do decent, whatever, like as long, even if I bomb, like it doesn't matter. It always comes to these two things. After the show, my friends become either my, they try to become my agent for some reason, or they, or they suddenly become like a connoisseur of comedy and all things funny and acting, all that kind of stuff. I do acting and all that stuff too. Um, so they would be like, um, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, you know, you can get more people to show by doing X, Y, and Z or whatever this is, this kind of stuff is. And, and try like oh try to get me to meet people or they want me to meet they want to meet my comedy friends or whatever like stuff like that and um which which I mean, I'm not gonna call anyone out on this I'm gonna keep this as vague as humanly possible let's just say I really don't invite my friends to shows because they definitely try to do things with my comedy friends and I'm like. And then they, then, then, and then my comedy friends come to me saying that these people are like, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. What you think is secret is not secret. So don't, cause now it makes me look goofy and fucks up my bag and my, like, it just makes me look very wild and unprofessional. What you try to do behind my back and it doesn't come like, cause everyone talks and then, you know, and then you just look dumb and I look really dumb and then becomes a thing for me. So... That's one. That's one big reason. Another reason, the opposite spe- uh, side of the spectrum on that is that my friends come to the show, and like I do, like a, I do. I'm notorious for not liking people who fuck heavy with zodiac signs because it's not, like if you really base your life decisions on some like star, stars, moons, whatever, 
I think you're. I just think you're a weirdo. That's just what it is. I think it's weird as hell. That's just me personally. Not gonna change my mind. So I make jokes about it all the time because it's hilarious and it usually kills. And um, I have friends coming at the show. Like true story, someone comes up to me at the show. If it's random people, I really don't give a fuck. It's fine. If it's someone that knows me as a human being, as a person, and sees me when I'm not on stage making jokes, then it's kind of it just it doesn't bug me. It's just annoying. And it's like I'd rather you just not come to my show then. You know, this is what it is. So they'll come and be like, oh, you, so you just jokes about Zodiac. So I was like, oh yeah, how was the show? Did you have a good time? Blah, blah, blah. And then they'll be like, oh, like, so you talk about Zodiac signs. So like, why were you making fun of me up there? You're not the only person that believes in Zodiac signs. I was definitely not making fun of you. But now the conversation and my whole bit, my whole, all that laughter, whatever has now became, become solely about that person. And that's just dumb and stupid. So that's. The reason why I just don't want to like it's just draining and it's annoying. I just don't want it, so that's why I don't do it. Um, that's why I just don't do that. So another thing about self confidence that's really important that um, a lot I see a lot of people struggle with, and I used to struggle with this until I literally just got over it, is um, people let other people that surround them make them feel lesser than them. You know, and you gotta cut that out right there. One, you don't like. I, I'm not gonna say you don't need friends, but it's like. You don't need friends that make you feel like shit. I'm going to say that again because it's very important. You do not need friends that make you feel negative emotions. Like, period. Period. Um, do better for yourself, dude. Especially if you're creative. Because I have these are the often questions I get, right? Whereas after a show or in my DMs or web texting or whatever. It's like, oh, Albert, how did you, how did you deal with X, Y, and Z? Like haters or people who just blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, I just laugh them off and ignore them because often more than not, it's people. First of all, I'm I'm doing better than period. So like, you know, and then two, like often they don't have what it takes to, and they have never pursued something that they truly care for. That would do anything to do. They don't have a profession like that. They don't care, bro. They probably work at some company, some insurance company or some shit, and they'll be there for the rest of their lives. That's the people that will come up to you and say some shit like, oh, you're still doing stamps, you're still doing this, you're not you're, you're doing photography, you're not getting paid. And it's like, yeah, I'm getting paid, and I'm getting paid doing what I love, and I don't have to work for money anymore, right? I work because I like doing this shit. I don't have to work for money no more. So... That's what some people are. That's that's where that's where the difference comes from, you know. So you get stuff like that. So you have to shrug that off, all right. Like another thing, Tuesday, you have to see who who's telling you these things. Again, you have to really understand who's saying these things because it is going. It's going. You're going to find yourself. It's going to be coming from everybody. You know what I'm saying? But I know what bothers people. It's not really the random people. It's the people that you thought were your friends or people you thought were associates or people who you thought were just very positive vibes. No, bro. No, it's not. It's never like this is what this is what you have to deal with. I stop caring when I get barraged with people saying shit. Whether I see it, some people show me a text message or a DM, or they just say, "Hey, this person and she said he said this shit about me," and I'm like, "Dude, I don't care." Matter of fact, the person that's coming around and telling me that is like, just relax. I don't care anymore. Like it is, I don't care anymore. So and they try to throw you off your game because they know you're already. Fragile minded some way some shape or form, you know, you have an insecurity And that's why you're doing what you're trying to do because you want attention or whatever the case may be 
Um, I do what I do because it's just fun, it's enjoyable, and I can't see myself doing anything else, like, for the rest of my life, career-wise. So, like, that's what I'm doing, man. And, uh, yeah, sometimes I work a part-time job because, like, I just want extra money so I can uh, use it for towards my business and slash or traveling. Because when you do stand-up and you do acting, you do all these things, I got to travel to New York City, I got to travel to L.A., I got to travel to Chicago, I got to travel to D.C., I got to travel to Maryland, I got to travel to Virginia. I got to keep moving. You know what I'm saying? So, I got to travel. So, whenever I get that money, I'm going to get that bread. And so, I never have to work a part-time job again. And so, I can afford to just completely, all my bills paid off. I can start investing. All that good stuff. So, like, I would do what I got to do to do uh, to, to get that money. So, then, like, I just realized that people who are saying shit about me are people who are so insecure about themselves that, you know, it's like a dude. It's like, for example, it's like a dude that goes on IG, right? And he takes a photo of himself about his gains. Not even gains, about just working out, the grind, all that, all that bullshit. It's like, dude... You don't care about that. Like, you care about that for yourself, but you don't care if anyone else works out because you want to look the best. And you probably, like, you know, some of these people haven't even had a big transformation. Like, dude, you, you've been fit since, like, 2006. You're good. They do it because they want a, a DM from girls, like, as a thirst trap, and the girls start flooding in. Um, or a girl that posts, like, oh, yeah, I got new hair, whether it's on her IG, whatever. Some shit like that. And they show everything but the hair, right? Like the hair, or the hair is definitely not the main focus, bro. And it's just for that one dude, you know? And either situation, guy or girl, we're stuck as viewers, as hostages, hostages um, for for their game. It's like, hey, save us all the trouble and just DM the nigga, you know? Let us go. Let us free, you know? But they're not because they're that's who they are. So we have to do that kind of stuff. And obviously, not everyone's like that. But if you watch this video or you listen to this and you think that's you or you're offended by this, then it probably is you. I'm not talking about you directly, but, you know, if you do, if this has nothing to do with you, like this is not your reason for doing that kind of shit, then obviously this won't affect you. So don't DM me because I don't care. But, um, yeah, so that's the kind of people that would say some shit to you. So then you have to realize to yourself, like, you know what? That person is very sad and sorry. And I don't care what they say because, like, I just don't care what they say, man. All that shit they want is temporary. It's all, that's all it is. What I want is bigger picture. What you want is bigger picture. You have to have the mental fortitude to be able to block out all the extra noise and focus on what you want. And that self-confidence is key because when you have confidence in yourself, you don't be doing that shit on, on Instagram. All right? Your Instagram is a vehicle or a tool for you to get exposure for your work. If you're serious about what you're doing, if you're a creator or a businessman or whatever, your Instagram is not there for play. It's there because every engagement you get or every post you do or whatever helps you get money, get f f basically free promotion for yourself and gets you gigs. I've got some gigs off of IG, Twitter, and blah, blah. I've, I've gotten gigs for photography, videography, acting and comedy from my social media that's why i take it so seriously and do the whole business thing and pay attention and study the analytics because it helps me right not say you can't have instagram or twitter for fun you want to do what you're going to do fine i really don't care but what you're not about to do is like shame your friends or people that you know are working hard towards your dream and you're not and you're going to shame them for it that's just garbage that's bush league shit and as the person being just hatred getting directed towards, 
it's your responsibility too to have so much confidence and lack of care of what other people think about you to be able to just push forward, ignore that shit, and uh, continue chasing your dreams in the bag. You feel me? So that's why self-confidence is so key. And if you're lacking self-confidence, I want you to really take listen to what I'm saying and understand that it, it it's it's about mindset at a certain... It's always about mindset, but when you get to a certain level, mindset is what separates you from the above average people, all right? You got to keep working constantly. You got to put hours upon hours of what you're doing. All those people who... The people who be talking shit, bro, they have never had passion for anything in their life or even worse, the most bitter people, the people who have and could never hack it. Could never hack it. Or the people who put themselves on this on this timeline and couldn't make it. And so the thing is over for them. And they hope that everyone else fails just like them. Those are the people who come up here and to you and talking shit. And you let those people, those people, those shallow ass people tell you that you're not good enough. And that you believe you're not good enough. You can't let that happen. Because that belief, that confidence is what's separating you from greatness, you know what I'm saying? And you, the greatest of greats, believe in themselves so much that it's scary to only to people who don't believe in themselves at all. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I started scraping that and I just couldn't get scared no matter what, I knew I was like, oh, I'm a different level. Now, when I'm practicing new jokes or like I'm practicing, not, I'm not saying I have no fear. When I'm practicing new things or trying new things out, learning, practicing, getting better, updating the craft and my craft and things like that, there's a sense of fear because I, I do something that everyone who's trying to get better do, and it's called struggling, which is a whole different thing, but like struggling, just to you know, quickly go over, is just like, it's a great thing when you're practicing because struggling means you're, you're chipping away at something else. You're chipping away at the next level. You're not going to just get there immediately. Again, 10,000 hours. You got to put the work in to get there. And self-confidence is the base level you need to be able to start branching out a tree of just great things. You know what I'm saying? So don't let people who don't do anything with their lives but party and drink and post nonsensical content tell you someone who literally makes money doing what they love tell you that what you're doing is wrong, all right? Or even if you don't make money, even if you don't make, you never made a cent off what you're doing yet, but you know one day you will, keep on working at whatever job you hate, you know, and, and get that bread to fund your dream till your dream can fund itself. You see what I'm saying? And the only way you can do that is if you have the confidence to be able to do it. I don't care what anyone says, right? If you believe you can do it, you can do it. And that is a powerful thing that many people do not have. Or they have and they choose to waste it on things that mean nothing at the end of the day. Right? I'm 24. Okay? People who are older than me, people who are younger than me, are doing great things. I love them for it. I'm on no rush slash timeline. I know I'm on pace. Luckily and thankfully I'm on pace to going where I want to go. Not everyone can say that. I know people who are older than me, who I, I've known for a while, we've been doing comedy or whatever together, and they've been struggling, and they 
they just stopped or quit or whatever. People younger than me who feel like they'll never get here no matter how much they try, quit. Alright? You gotta understand who you are and what you stand for and do not shake that value for a single soul. Okay? And let that confidence be your guide to success. So that is my TED Talk, guys. That is episode 11 of the Wholesome Monk Podcast. Um, we got one more episode before we go on break for a while so I can focus on this other film I'm doing. Um, I hope you all having a great quarantine, man. Stay safe. Stay clean. Um, social distance. Um, do your thing. Still grind, man. Grind and achieve what you're trying to achieve. Have fun doing that shit. Have fun doing that shit. And um, remember... You are now 10% more wholesome.